This, this is the Second, Second Story Podcast. Welcome back to the Second Story Podcast. I'm Liv Oaf. At Second Story's live performances, we ask our tellers a question before they go on stage. Before today's teller told the story you're about to hear, he was asked who his favorite TV mom was, and he said, Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Today on the podcast, teller Darren Myers remembers his own Aunt Viv figure and how exactly juggling fits into their story. Second Story is proud to present Darren Myers. I come from a large family. I have 11 first cousins. I'm an only child, so my cousins were the closest thing I had to brothers and sisters growing up. My maternal grandmother was the main reason none of us ever had to attend after school daycare. When school was over, my cousins and I would ride the school bus to grandma's. My grandma is from the deep south. She met and married my grandfather in the late 1940s. They joined that great migration of African-Americans who left the Jim Crow South for the North in search of better opportunities. My grandparents had only an eighth grade education. When it came to schoolwork for us kids, my grandma didn't play. (laughs) When I got home from school, there was no TV watching or playing outside until homework was done. My cousins were always on the honor roll. Not I. (laughs) I brought home my first F when I was in the third grade. (laughs) I was never a disciplinary problem. I just had a hard time concentrating and staying focused. Every time report cards came out, my grandma would smile at my cousin Sarita and say, good job, baby. Or she'd see my cousin Ryan's and go, man, you just keep on keeping on. (laughs) Then she'd see mine. Her smile would fade. She'd look at me and say, now I know this ain't the best you can do. I'd reply, yes, ma'am. When I was in the sixth grade, I had a guidance counselor named Mr. Fluger. I guess, judging from my grades, he could see that I could use a little more attention than most students. So, he arranged for me to come to his office twice a week for the last half hour of the school day. In our one-on-one sessions, he taught me how to copy and fax papers. He taught me how to speed read. But most important, he taught me how to juggle. He claimed that juggling was a concentration exercise and it would help me with my focusing problems. He was like, come on, give it a try. At first, I wanted no parts of it. I was like, I'm not a clown. (laughs) He had three yellow bean bags. I started off with one, tossing it up and over to the other hand. Then I had two bean bags. I tossed one up to the left side, I tossed the second, to the right, catching them in both hands. Now when I was handed a third bean bag, things weren't so easy. 
Mr. Fluger told me to count in a rhythm when I tossed beanbags. One, two, three, one, two, three. But I just couldn't get it. So he let me take the beanbags home and practice. I practiced at home in the den. My grandma saw my poor attempts and laughed. She goes, why you throwing them things on the ground for, man? I go, I'm juggling, Grandma. She goes, well, ain't no throwing stuff in the house. I went out onto the back patio. I kept trying. One, two, shoot. One, two. Oh, man, every time I would almost get it, the beanbags would collide in midair and fall to the ground all around me. After about an hour of repeated failure, I decided to try and juggle something different. I went inside to the kitchen where Grandma was rinsing vegetables in the sink. I reached in the fruit basket sitting on the counter, and I grabbed three apples. I went back out onto the patio. Now, by no means did I think juggling was fun or cool. <laughs> I just really needed to succeed at something. It seemed like I always had to have somebody help me when it came to my schoolwork. Well, this was something no one could help me with. Not my mom, not grandma, not any of my honor society cousins. <laughs> I figured if I could pull this off and was able to juggle, there would finally be one thing I could do that nobody else in my family could. That made juggling sound kind of awesome. <laughs> Before I made my first attempt, I could see that grandma was watching me through the kitchen window. At that moment, another element of the situation hit me. If I let one of these apples fall to the ground, it's gonna burst. Oh man, that's my behind. <laughs> I made eye contact with grandma through the window. Her eyes said it all. You got this. I gave her a nod of acknowledgement. Then I turned around, because I didn't really want to face her on that next <laughs> attempt. I tossed up the first apple. Then the second, then the third. One, two, three. One, two, three. I got it. I put the apples to the side and I picked the bean bags back up. After a few tries, I was juggling those as well. I returned the bean bags to Mr. Fluger the next day. I bought a set of tennis balls and practiced with those from then on, mostly on the back patio. As I got better at it, my cousins would come out and watch me. Not long after learning how to juggle, I made the honor roll for the first time. <laughs> Mr. Fluger was right. Juggling did help me focus. I finally made my grandma smile. She didn't mind me juggling in the house after that. <laughs> today, as an adult, decades later, I still juggle. Literally, as a part of my normal workout routine, I juggle balls, rings, and sometimes fruit. <laughs> I also juggle metaphorically. Sometimes I have to juggle rent, ComEd, people's gas, credit card bills, and many other obligations. A few Sundays ago, I was working. My phone started vibrating. I could see that it was my cousin Sarita calling. I answered. Hey there, cuz. She goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm at work. She goes, oh, 
sorry, cousin. Hey, yeah. I go, yeah? She goes, yeah. Call me later. I love you. As soon as I hung up, my phone started vibrating again. This time, I could see it was my cousin Ryan calling. I answered, hey, cuz. He goes, hey, cousin, what are you up to? I said, I'm working. He goes, okay, um, how long are you gonna be there? I said, man, I just spoke to Rita. He goes, oh, well, I love you, man. Call me when you get off. A coworker standing next to me asked me if everything was okay. I was okay until I said it out loud. My grandmother just passed. She was almost 90 years old and her health had been declining for some time. I kinda knew I was gonna be getting a call at some point. I guess I was just expecting to get it in the middle of the night. Instead, I got it on a beautiful Sunday afternoon halfway through the workday. As a juggler, I've been conditioned to handle many things at once, but emotions like sharp pain, guilt, and distress, they're not easy to keep in the air. So I went outside. I worked downtown pretty close to the lakefront. I walked down near the walk path. I sat on a bench and just stared out at Lake Michigan. I took a few deep breaths. In, one, two, three. Out, one, two, three. After a while, the water I was overlooking began to have a therapeutic effect on my emotions. I got up from the bench, I turned around, and looked at the city of downtown Chicago behind me. I could see where I went to college on Michigan Avenue. I remember when my mom and grandma helped me move into the dorms. My RA, Gigi, came into my room to introduce herself. She goes, hello, welcome to the sixth floor community. My grandma mean mugged her. <laughs> grandma was like, I thought this was the boys' flow. <laughs> Gigi goes, well, actually, this whole facility is co-ed. <laughs> I had to explain to grandma what that meant. She then grabbed me by my shirt collar and pulled me in close. She goes, man, we brought you here for an education, yeah? I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> she goes, man, don't waste my money. <laughs> yeah? I said, yes, ma'am. I may have been the last one of her grandkids to make the honor roll, but I'm the first to ever juggle and graduate college. <laughs> Seeing my alma mater behind me, kind of mentally took me back to that day on the back patio while my grandma watched from behind as I learned to juggle. She's not here, but in a way, it's like she is. I start walking back inside to work. I feel like I'm gonna be able to juggle through the rest of the day. As I walk, I can hear my grandma's words in my head. You got this.
This story was produced by Max Spitz, curated by Andrew Riley, directed by Anna Gelman, and music and sound design by Billy Eline. The Second Story Podcast is produced by me, Liv Oak. Second Story is supported by the MacArthur Fund for Art and Culture at the Richard H. Driehouse Foundation, the Gaylord and Dorothy Donnelly Foundation, a City Arts Grant from the City of Chicago Department of Cultural Affairs and Special Events, our 2018 to 2019 season sponsor, Skadden, Arp, Slate, Meager, and Floam, and many generous individuals like you. I'm Levoke, and this, this is the Second, Second Story Podcast.